It's amazing how the body has the ability to heal itself. Our next speaker will show how you can tap into that energy. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Hello, Giant Builders. Welcome back. Today's guest is Elizabeth Kipp, in which case she has had a long-term chronic pain and found a way to heal that. Welcome, Elizabeth. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much, Lois, for this opportunity. Tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, I uh, actually had, uh, not really understanding at the time, I had um, emotional uh, abuse when I was a child, Mm -hmm. and I didn't really see it as that because it was kind of normal in my life, but I, I grew up with an alcoholic mother who was also bipolar it created an unstable kind of situation um then i had an accident when i was 14 and um uh, fell and broke up a lower vertebrae in my back i I didn't know it at the time i know it hurt but i didn't realize the extent of it at the time because i could get up and walk and um and uh was it uh, 28 14 years later, I had surgery for it, mm. and but I had three surgeries and, a, and then a corrective surgery after that, and each time uh, the pain was worse, and the answer, the solution was, um, uh, oh, well, you're going to be in this pain, so we'll give you these opiates and benzodiazepine, which is an anti-anxiety medicine, and this will be your life. So I was on that medication for 32 years until I finally found a doctor who really understood the, 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 the nature of chronic pain. He wrote a book called uh, Conquer Chronic Pain, an innovative mind-body approach uh, by Dr. Peter Prescott. He wrote a book, here it is. He outlined his methods. He doesn't, he's, he, he passed away in, uh, I think it was 2016, but he left us this legacy of his book with, and 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 I he, he was the one that helped me heal and then I I wrote this book conquer uh sorry the I've got a note on it uh the way through chronic pain uh, tools to reclaim your healing power which is kind of the user's manual it's kind of a a companion to Dr Peter's book and uh it tells us it's not so much about my story it's more about it's more about um it's really for chronic pain sufferers and those who care for them, uh, doctors, nurses, family members, and friends. And it offers proven techniques for clearing pain and living a life free from suffering from a chronic pain sufferer who searched the globe and found the answers. So okay. it's, it's kind of for everybody that, that's kind of in the chronic pain experience, a way to, to, um, uh, to heal from this um, non-pharmaceutically. And, uh, and it's not, we're not talking about cancer pain by the cancer, chronic pain is non-cancer chronic pain is what we're talking about. Just so we're clear on that. Okay. That's a little bit of my story. So I, I found him after being on that medication. Uh, I went into his program and, um, I walked in there with over 40 years of chronic pain and I walked out 52 days later with no pain. That's amazing. Yeah. And it wasn't like I was so special. He had a 94% success rate in that program. 
Wow. Now, not every not every patient was in there that had a record like mine, but that there were lots of people that had 10, 5, 10, 15, 20 years of chronic pain. And he, yeah, so it was very successful. So it's not, you know, it's doable. It's mm -hmm. doable. So is it through exercise, food? What's what's some of the secrets? Well, uh, one was to get off the medication because that was blocking a healing, really. And and then the other was really um, the mindset of when you can actually heal from chronic pain instead of being told that I couldn't. <laughs> um, I I have a science background, so I kind of saw when the doctors told me that I was kind of like, this tells me more about the model they're working on than it does about the body's ability to heal. That's just kind of where I came from. Um, I kind of understood that science has limitations and that I was probably bumping up against one. And then I met uh, Peter Prescott, Dr. Peter Prescott, and he was like, yeah, well, there's this other way. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I got that. So we, he brought in Qigong, I, I do Qigong, but I also uh, teach yoga. Yoga will do this clearing as well. We, of course, good diet, um, but, but, and meditation, meditation. So we did, um, meditation would be the number one thing after uh, getting out of, getting rid of the drugs, right? And then we also did ancestral clearing. He had an ancestor clearing a practitioner in, in his program, and I learned that. So that was interesting because I was carrying, I was carrying, you know, children. We don't know that we do it, but we do. I kind of ended up carrying some of the burden of my mother. And I and it turned out that I was carrying the burden of other family members on down the line. And it's a thing that we do. So it's uh it's not uncommon science is finally mm -hmm. trying to actually um measure that we epigenetically that we we carry the information from one generation to another and that includes burden unresolved trauma the effects of unresolved trauma in the system mm -hmm. so those are some of the things that i did um, i brought in a functional doctor uh to help um, not just tweak my diet, but kind of uh, how do we tweak the diet? Well, what are we going to look at? Well, we're going to look at genetics. Like I'm not a good methylator, so I have to bring in a lot of B vitamins. And um, methyl methylation is a is a um, process that pretty much uh, is a is a um, process that pretty much every part of the body and it, it, it's involved in pretty much every function in the body. So if you're not a good methylator, it, it can change your the way that you walk in the world. And so in addition to B vitamins, which we found out we needed, helps me. Also like, what are my food sensitivities? What are my food allergies? I mean, it doesn't sound um, complicated, but it, these things really affect also what are inflammatory foods. So all those things. Yeah, those, those are things, pretty much those sort of things I did. And then the mindset of, like I said, just understanding you can heal. The body wants to heal. What am I doing that's blocking the healing? Oh, well, I'm judging my pain is bad. Well, if I'm if I'm sitting and 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 looking at my situation as bad and not getting to neutral, oh, I'm having an experience and just allowing that to be what it is, then I'm blocking the healing. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Those are some of the things that that I that I that I did, and and uh, they were the mainstays of his program. Uh, the first question that he asked was, the first statement he made was, 
don't judge the moment. And I was like, I'm not, I'm just sitting here minding my own business. I'm not judging anything. And three sentences later, I realized he was talking about my pain. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been judging my pain my whole life is bad. So no wonder it kept showing up. I'm absorbing all of this right now. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> so here's the thing. Energy flows where our attention goes. And okay. I'll, give you, I'll give you a concrete, again. he was speaking to that. Here's a concrete example. In the chronic pain experience, and really in the human experience, we spend more time in the past and the future than we do in the present moment. It's just kind of the nature of, you know, what's going to happen when, you know, oh, I did this back then, you know. So this is how that can show up. If I'm ruminating, I'm worried about the future. Oh, what's going to happen this is going to, this, oh, what, this might happen when I do this, when I, by the time I get to be whatever age, this is going to happen. I'll be like this, you know, if it's like this now, what'll it be then, right? And if, and I keep having that thought, the future is unknown until, unless we're holding on to it, right? So we're getting okay. more of what we're putting out. The energy's flowing in the direction that our attention's going. That's how that works. Okay. Yeah. So how do we get a hold of this energy? It's really, um, the interesting question is, where is our attention? Okay. Where is our attention? Oh, well, I'm having a pain experience and I'm making a story that it's bad. And I don't want it. And I wish it would change. And when is it going to go away? And maybe it won't go away. And what will happen then? <laughs> you see the cascade of things that just went yeah. through the story that went into where my attention was on the pain. Right? That's a lot of energy. Imagine if we turned our energy to healing. What would it be like if I just sat in my experience and didn't judge it. What would it be like if I just witnessed my experience? What if it would what it would be like if I put my attention on the place that the experience is arising from, consciousness itself, rather than on, you know, the break in the body, or I'm mad at the doctors, they can't heal me, or I hate this medicine, or whatever the, you know, whatever I'm mad at. What would it that be like? So that's how you change the energy. You just changing your focus on uh, you change your reference focus. point. You change okay. your reference point. Yeah, what are you putting your attention on? Well, that's got to be really hard. It, it's a lot easier to to say it at this level when I'm on this side of it, having mm -hmm. had the experience of it, than it is to. I mean, I just was teaching uh, this class. I, it's interesting you asked that question about the energy and it's about attention because I just, I'm teaching a 12-part course on a, a healing chronic pain and last night's was part five and it was all on attention. And and uh, and what was interesting was the questions from, from, the, from the students 
is, is like, how do I get into that space? Like, take me from where I am now to there. How do I get from there to here to there? And it was very interesting because my job, I always ask myself, oh, well, look what you just discovered. Now, how can you teach that? Right? Can, how can you break that down so you can teach that? And the answer was, I can point you in that direction, but it's experiential. So we have to, the, the key there is to release the judgment that that can't even happen. It's not, it can't happen for me. Um, it's out of my reach. Whatever kind of beliefs we are that's that's blocking just being aware, just being the witness, um, that's what that's what we need, where we need to do the work. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I don't know if that made sense or not. It's very hard to to try and teach. I can, like I said, I can point to it, yeah. but it's up to each person to actually step into the space and have their own experience. So everybody's experience is completely different. Well, uh, everybody's experience is from their point of view. Okay. And I don't know how different they are because I can't go from one body to another, but I can say the point of view is different and uh, but we're all pointing, I'm pointing everybody to the same space. Mm. So they're coming from their point of view, looking in at the same space. So the distance they have to travel from point A to B is different from the place I have, the space I have to travel because I'm at point D going to going to B because I'm in a different location. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same, going to the same location. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I know this conversation got very abstract, but, <laughs> but it, it. <laughs> it's, it's very practical. I'll give you an example. Okay. It's kind of, a, it's kind of a, an extreme, but it's, 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 it's a powerful example. Um, I, I broke my wrist. Uh, I, I went into treatment into Peter's program 10 years ago. So, all right, I've had, but I, I also developed osteoporosis as a result of the medication I was on. And so I'm I'm kind of working at kind of building that dealing with that. But I broke I broke this wrist, um, my arm at the top of the top of the forearm, just below the wrist, in seven seven pieces uh, about five years ago. And I and and it was uh, and the, the grace in that accident was the bones all broke in place. <laughs> they didn't twist or anything. There wasn't any surgery. That they just need to splint it, you know. But it was uh, quite painful. And I, um, I managed to, um, not that I'm all that special, I'm just saying I use the tools. I managed to uh, get through that uh, whole situation without uh, any pain medicine, because I'm in recovery from all that. So, and I, and I, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to go back there. But I use the tools of meditation, which is this witness, uh, this witnessing. And wh what I noticed was I was in a lot of pain. And I'm like, oh my God, this hurts, right? And I could hear my mind, you know, judging, oh, it hurts, you know? And I was like, you gotta get into meditation. So I I dropped in, I became the witness and I could feel the sensation, the tightness, the, the, the throbbing, the burning, all that. I could feel all that. And it felt very tight and condensed in there. And what I actually, I got a little deeper into the experience that I noticed that there were parts of me that were actually tense. I had to I had to kind of look in different parts of my body. It's something T Peter taught us how to do was look at these different energy centers. So I was used to doing that. 
And I was like, oh, I'm tense there and I'm tense there. And I, and I stopped I, 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 where I found tension. I relaxed that area. And as soon as I got all those different parts of me that were fighting the pain relaxed, that burning and, and tightness, everything, it moved from all this pain, what we would call pain, into just pure energy and didn't hurt anymore. I was like, oh my goodness, if I could bottle what just happened, <laughs> that would be amazing, right? So that's that's what I'm talking about. Being the witness, really being non-judgmental and having an experience. The body's trying to heal. You don't want to be, you know, getting tight around it. You want to let it do what it does. So that's the that's the journey. That's the example. And I, I was I amazed myself. I, I was like, this is how powerful that is. So what would a first meeting with you look like? Oh, a first meeting with me would look like uh, I would hear the person's story for about five minutes. We tend to get identified with the story. So I, I'll hear the story. It's very powerful to sit across from someone else um, who's really understands chronic pain from a, a felt experience and who's been through it. It's very powerful to tell your story to them because it's, it's you don't get that chance very often, right? Mm -hmm. it's five minutes of story. I get a handle on what they're up to. And then I would bring in ancestral clearing because if we can help them, if they can help them release the burden that's not necessarily theirs that they came in with, then they've, they're, they're, they're that much less they have to work with. Then I find out if they can sit still, uh, which a lot of people in chronic pain can't because they're, they're, it's based on trauma. Mm -hmm. And so you don't really want to... <sighs> Uh, sitting still is not something that people with trauma are really good at. So I, I would teach them a kind of a moving, I would teach them how to meditate, but in a moving so that they're moving, gentle movements so that the body's got something to do and bring in a mantra, just a repeated phrase, just something really simple that would kind of calm the mind and I get the nervous system to calm down. The first thing I do is, is teach them how to calm the body. Mm. Three minutes of left nostril breathing or alternate nostril breathing is very helpful so that they can that they can feel right away. They can feel a difference. Um, and, and, and once they go, oh, you know, then they're interested in working with me some more. Mm -hmm. I give them a felt experience of, of uh, shifting the ancestor clearing it's well telling the story will begin that develops some trust ancestor clearing will begin to help the nervous system calm down and then the breath work uh helps as well um and uh and then the the the, the, the meditation practice um because chronic pain it's really important to develop a meditation practice of some kind even if it's a moving one because chronic pain changes the brain it creates chaos and confusion and negativity and meditation heals those changes it's not the only thing that heals them but it's 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 the first and most pronounced thing um meditation so it's really important and as as peter said we we use the tools every day for the rest of our lives once we and and for me it was like I get into his class and I'm like, there's tools. Nobody told me there were tools. <laughs> it's like, this is great. There's actually tools. You know, I was getting by with my wits and medication. That was the doctor's answer for years. 
Yeah, that's that's a sad situation that our medical field is in these days. But it's a, it's a, they're, they're beginning to understand more about chronic pain and you're beginning to see more integrated, holistic uh, 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 pain management programs. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's a challenge. Uh, doctors, um, from what Dr. Peter said, um, doctors are really not taught about chronic pain in medical yeah. school. So he went and did a specialty in it. So you kind of have to do a specialty in it um, to really kind of understand the nature of it. Mm -hmm. Is something like arthritis considered like a chronic pain issue or? Oh, yeah, sure. Let's define chronic pain. Chronic pain okay. is any pain, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, any pain that's felt 15 days out of 30 for three months or more is chronic. Cool. So okay. um, it all, all those different kinds of pain send the same signal to the brain. It hurts. Mm -hmm. so, uh, uh, grief is a chronic pain experience. Not being able to pay your bills uh, extended, that could be a chronic pain experience. Uh, domestic uh, abuse, like that mm -hmm. could be a chronic, obviously, that's a, if, it's, if it goes on, that's a, that's a chronic pain experience. Physical pain, uh, arthritis that doesn't clear up, that's a chronic pain experience. Why is that important? As I said, chronic pain changes the brain. It changes the way brain really processes um, information. How does it change it? It brings in, as I said, chaos. It doesn't read the signals quite right, so they're accentuated. There's a lot of hypervigilance. The nervous system becomes dysregulated, and we, we're, we're always worried about what, where's the next threat going to come from. So we're, we're constantly in stress mode. And the emotional uh, center in the brain is affected so that we are a lot more negative. So we need to bring in modalities that heal those changes. And that's what I do. So when you come to a session with me, that's what we, we address the things that are actually affecting the brain. It seems like it should be logical because God gives us, God gives our bodies ways to heal itself. But yet we have to be shown the path, as you will. Sure, you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. I, I never knew any of this stuff until I knew it. And I was like, oh, wow, this is great. There's <laughs> like, an answer. I love it, you know. <laughs> Can you give me more information about the ancestral clearing? Sure, yeah. Ancestral clearing is a registered and trademarked process by John Newton. It was, uh, uh, which came out of uh, the work of Howard Wills. I'm a practitioner of the ancestral clearing um, process. It helps us release parts, uh, things in us that we're holding on to from the past. It's an interesting process. It involves about 80% of it involves forgiveness. And what do I mean by that? It means offering up that which I'm carrying, which no longer serves. I'm offering it up and we offer it up to it's a spiritual practice. We offer it up to source, creator, God, whatever you call that. We actually offer it up. Please, can you help me release this is how we do that. It helps us by, like, for instance, I, I carried um, from my family by the time I was four years old, <clears throat> I knew there was this weight this dark weight in the family. I didn't know what to call it. 
and nobody talked about it. We didn't talk about things like that anyway in my family. It's like, nobody wants to talk about that. I carried it for a long time until probably about eight years ago when I was, you know, doing ancestral clearing and um, we actually focused on that and, and I don't carry that anymore. What was that shadow? It was the, the weight of the trauma that both my parents felt from World War II. My parents were both uh, affected by one. Well, my dad was actually in it uh, as a, in South Pacific. My mom, uh, my mom lost her mom on the last ship that came over from uh, England, was torpedoed. They were both uh, affected uh, by, by that war. And when they came home, by the time they had kids, they didn't talk about it. That was, that was now we watched war movies but we never discussed it. We just watched them. And then, you know, there was no discussion. There was just watching. Right? <laughs> so it was a, it's kind of a strange, it's kind of a, a, a strange, um, limited experience for me. And it was a very heavy experience for me. And I, and it was, I can't explain to you why I knew and I, and I, it was just shocking to me. I don't, I'm not sure how I took that shadow on, but I did. But kids will do that. Kids will do that. They'll do what they have to, what they think they have to do. And a lot of it's unconscious. Again, this is, this is, we come in with a frequency from mm -hmm. our ancestors. We'll do what we have to, to survive. And if, if, if a part of me felt like if I could take this shadow on, maybe my parents will, will, uh, will, will do better. It, it'll, it'll help me. Does that make sense? Yes and no. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I could see that um, I, I do comprehend the fact that children take on things that they may not know. I find it intriguing that you were able to find that, that you were through your ancestral clearing, you were able to figure out where all that heaviness came from. I find that very enlightening. Well, that's, that's because we do the, that, that I love that you asked that or mentioned that. That's because we do the we do the work in the present moment. Remember, I talked about instead of focusing on the pain, focus on where it's arising from, mm -hmm. which is consciousness. Right, that is a field that's full of information. This present moment, the present moment's full of information, and as an ancestral clearing practitioner, we do the work from that space, and we're we're not actually kind of doing anything we're holding space for creator and the client to have this conversation creator please help me release this thing i'm carrying and in that space we can access quantum physics tells us we can in the present moment we can access past present and future all at once that's how it works it's pretty cool yeah quantum physics has, has really given us a handle on kind of why this kind of stuff works because we can actually when we're in the present moment we can access that that's how we do it tell me show me how the ancestral clearing works sure I, if if everyone listening uh, to this could just sit quietly uh, comfortably and notice um <clears throat> somewhere in the body maybe that doesn't feel good uh 
uh, or maybe you have a, a pattern in, in your lineage or in your life that's showing up. Maybe there's one around scarcity or abundance, or um, maybe you're not getting along with someone in your life. You've got a relationship issue. <laughs> maybe you've got a negative thinking. Maybe there's this thought keeps coming, this negative, whatever, whatever, everybody's got something, whatever that is for you. Uh, just put your attention on that. Notice where you feel it in the body. <clears throat> and notice what the number is from zero to 10 of intensity of where that is in the body. <clears throat> Just uh, breathe normally and let these words pass over you. <clears throat> Infinite creator, all that you are, source of all that is, was, and ever will be. Would you please help everyone listening to this and all versions of them all relevant family members, relationships, ancestors, and all their relationships through all time, space, dimension, realms, and lifetimes. For all hurts and wrongs that led up to this pattern, this issue, this condition, and all similar type experiences in their lineage and family, for all aspects of it, all that led up to it, and all that arose from it. All anyone made it mean, any and all unhealthy and limiting beliefs, judgments, and conclusions about it, let down around it, any inverse burden, and anytime anyone felt the effects of this in the womb, please help them release this burden. Would you please help them all, everyone involved directly and indirectly to forgive and release each other? Please help them forgive themselves, no matter what happened, please and thank you. Please help them forgive each other, forgive themselves, forgive all people, and all people forgive them for the highest good. Please and thank you. Now take a breath in and let it out and notice how that feels in the body. Is it bigger, smaller, different <clears throat> from when we started? That's an experience of ancestral clearing. It was definitely a relaxing experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is relaxing. Yeah, we, we always feel an open. It's, it's rare that we don't feel an opening in that. Uh -huh. And that was about, I don't know, 30, 45 seconds worth. And I, I offered uh, 25 minute and 50 minute sessions uh, on this. Um, I'm about to do a 50 minute session with the client. Um, I, I do this almost every day, uh, along with the uh, chronic pain management uh, work that I do and the addiction recovery coaching I do. So um, it's helpful. I, I'll I'll bring an ancestor clearing into those coaching sessions as well. If it's if it's I, I do straight up ancestor clearing for lots of people, fifty minutes or twenty five. But within those coaching sessions for stress management and addiction recovery, people will like it's some things or you can kind of see oh well that's that's got a root in the past. <laughs> you can kind of and we'll we'll stop and do an ancestor clearing right on the spot so we can kind of slip it in uh, in the middle of, of, of other stuff that we're doing. So are most of your sessions groups or individuals? Well, most of my sessions are, are individuals, but I, I do I do groups. I did a lot of groups before I before COVID. Um, and I, I did, a, I've got a, 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 a chronic pain course now um, that's got a, a, a little over 110 people registered. That's an online uh, course on uh, healing chronic pain. Uh, we'll do ancestor clearing as a piece of that. 
Mm-hmm. But that, that's obviously a group a group setting, which I love. I love the interaction in a group. It's a lot of fun. I also teach trauma informed yoga. I do. That's a group that once a week I've got uh, on my on my Zoom account. I do um, I do trauma informed yoga, which is a group. And then on on the Post Portrayal Transformation Institute site, which is uh, Dr. Debbie Silver's site. I'm a betrayal coach as well. Um, I do uh, a trauma informed yoga in that space. Uh, because in the betrayal experience, we hold on to all kinds of stuff that gets mm-hmm. stuck stuck in the tissues, and we uh, I bring in uh, this trauma informed yoga to help people move that energy out of the body nice and gently. Okay. Yeah. All right. Any closing thoughts? Yes, I would like to say. Um, I would like to say, the greatest healer in your life lives in your body that we believe more in the power of the body's ability to heal than we do on the dis-ease that we're experiencing. Well, thank you so much. That was wonderful information. I really appreciate your time. You're welcome. Well, thank you, Lois. Nice to meet you and, and have a beautiful day. Thanks. Thank you, Giant Builders. We'll see you soon. I know. Thank you for listening. This has been... The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.